Good evening, Let's Talk. Um, tonight, we have a very, very uh, extraordinary young lady Aww. who, who uh, I've been meaning to try to talk to for the last year. Um, her name is Jasmine. Jasmine. I, I Jasmine. But I call her Jazz. Um, Jazz, would you, how's everything, first and foremost? Um, everything is going well. Can't complain, you know. That's good. Chilling. <laughs> Explain to our audience where you're from. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm from Vauxhall, New Jersey. Um, I grew up there. I was raised there until about 20, and then I kind of moved to Maplewood, and, you know, now I'm in Bloomfield. Tell us a little bit about your background, your, your schooling, education. Okay. Uh, as far as college, or you want me to start from the very beginning? You start from college. Okay. So we know uh, you went to Columbia, so you know Maplewood. No. I <laughs> oh, you didn't. High school. No, you went to Union. Okay. Union, good old farmers. No, uh, but I graduated from Union in 2006, and I attended um, when I was 22, uh, Nyack College in New York, which is a Christian college. Um, and I majored in social work. So I am a social worker and I do work in the field of social work. So tell us recently, well, not recently, I think um, you started, I won't say uh, motivational speaking, mm -hmm. but you basically <laughs> just started going live. Um, and then now you do something every Sunday. Explain to the audience what you're doing every Sunday morning. Okay, um, so I'll just give a little background a little bit. So it started two years ago with me just doing videos. At first, I was started sharing my testimony of uh, some things that I've been through, some trauma that I've experienced in my earlier life. And um, I was really scared to actually kind of go on and share my story because more, more or less I was concerned about what people would say, right? So I'm sharing these stories, the, these inner deeper parts of me, but I did feel compelled to tell the story and the goodness of how God redeemed me from them and how he was present in them. Um, and so one day I just was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. After like a year of not wanting to do it. So I waited a long time to get on and actually start telling my testimony. And so I started just sharing uh, my testimony. Then it went to motivational, um, just videos for maybe about a minute or a couple of minutes of just encouraging people. Then it went to praying. And so two years ago, um, that's when it started. And then now I do, um, since the quarantine started, um, I do coffee at the cross with jazz. <laughs> and that is just basically kind of letting people know that Christianity is a relationship with God and it's not religion. I think a lot of times people think Christianity is this religious people and they follow these religious rules. And it's just more or less like a relationship that you build with God. Oh, I lost your volume. Oh, there we go. We're back. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I hear you so, now. Yeah, just talking, to, just talking to people about who they are in Christ. And I share my story. I share um, how it relates to the things in the Bible and how God is, um, he is who he say he, who he is and how his love for us. And basically um, in his relationship comes redemption, becomes rebuilding, and comes restoration. And he just wants to be able to love on you through your 
through whatever you're going through. And so I just kind of encourage people to kind of basically try Jesus out and just understand that he's there for you. So that's basically this open discussion. Um, and I just talk a little bit and give some little nuggets and seeds. So how, how do you, how do you, do you feel like it's picking up or, you know, it, it takes a while for a lot of people to catch on to like when you start going live and you start, I've noticed that when you start talking about real things, a lot of times people don't, really like uh want to get into those type of discussions how how do you feel it's going um I, it's good you know i've learned that even if it's just one person whether if they come to christ or they get to know the know christ it's fine like i'm not um i think at first you get consumed with like oh who's watching who's that and who's that and now it's just like i got my little regular I, I got a good about like 20 people who watch live actually. And then I, my views vary from like in the hundreds to the 200s, 300s, to, you know, after it's been up for a while. Cause some people don't get up at nine o'clock in the morning. So, but for me, it's not, it's just like, Hey, I want to come and I want to share um, some nuggets. Sometimes God pressed down on me so hard about getting out a message that he wants people to know. So it's just kind of just doing that. I know a lot of people don't even know how to start a relationship with God. And so I kind of just give them what worked for me. Like I literally started my relationship with Christ. Um, I've been a Christian my whole life, but really that relationship part when I went to college, like that's where I told God, like, I need to meet you. Like I'm coming here to meet you. I'm coming here to do the work. And God showed up. He didn't show up in ways that I thought he would show up, but he showed up. So I didn't have a rule book on how to meet God. It was just that I, I went to seek him and he found me. And just kind of giving people those things of, look, this is kind of how you can usher in the spirit of God. This is how God will show up. This is how he'll talk back to you. This is where he'll be in your trauma. And so just kind of talking to people about that, like being honest about just really who God is, like he's your father. And so, yeah, to me, it's just kind of sh just sharing. And you know, do you, do you feel like this path was chosen for you or you chose the path? Oh, it was chosen. God definitely chose me to do this. And uh, the funny thing about that is I think that that started at NIAC unbeknownst to me um, because I became a RA my sophomore year. And the funny thing is that I I didn't ask to become an RA. I actually got chosen to be an RA. I wanted to be a prayer. I wanted to pray over the dorms because they had like you could be the person who kind of prayed the intercessor and but they chose me to be a RA like you know to lead so I, I was a RA and every month I would write bible scriptures with encouraging words over every girl's door um and so I would write it just words of encouragement so every month every single girl in my door got a got their own kind of like letter and, um, and then I would have Bible studies on Mondays. Um, I think my freshman year, I started a prayer call with my friends from home. And we would pray from Sunday to Thursday. We would pray on the phone and we would read scripture. And we would just talk about what we think it meant from us. And this is stuff that I just started just starting and not really knowing where it would go, not knowing anything. <laughs> and when I look back, I'm like, oh, God was setting this up. Like, he, you know, I didn't even know this was in me, but okay, God. So I think it's something I was chosen. I just did it, literally. Like, okay, I felt the urge to write. This is what I'm writing. So how could how could how could my audience find you on Facebook and Instagram? Okay, so my face, well, my my Facebook name is Jasmine J A Z, 
M-Y-N-E Jenkins, J-N-K-I-N-S. And my Instagram is that's her with two underscores at the after her. Wow. So the inevitable this part of this discussion that um I have been looking forward to, and, and as well as you um explaining what you, what you've been doing since his passing. Um for the audience, um this young lady's grandfather uh, was one of one of our great teachers who passed away, and she uh, learned at his foot. Like he's he's a teacher of a lot of stuff, but his history, I've met not met no man who knew more about um, African American history in this country than this young lady's grandfather. Explain to the audience who your grandfather is. Ah. Uh. Um, um, his name is John Jenkins. Um, he is, uh, he's not from, but raised his whole family from Vauxhall, New Jersey, um, involved in a community, very heavily involved into the community of Vauxhall. Um, he's a teacher. He is, uh, he was a husband, a grandfather, a father, um, a mentor to a lot of men all around. Um, and he was somebody that was big on black culture and to understand who we are, to understand that we are the chosen people, to understand that black is beautiful and that people want to try their hardest to make us forget who we are and what God has called us to do. Um, my grandfather always reminded us to be aware of our blackness and how beautiful and how important we are as black people. We have so much power in who we are. We have so much in us. And my grandfather was very, very, very um, passionate about that, about teaching us about our blackness. Like, don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. Um, and you know, they what they want to tell you is different from who we are. They want to water down um, our history. They want to water down the realness of it. And it's funny. Um, it's just it's just funny how that works. When I was in um, where was I in Barcelona this year, and we went to um, we went to go visit. I forgot like this mountain, and we went to go see the Black Madonna, right? And we were on the tour to go see the Black Madonna, and that's like the in I guess in the Catholic um religion it's like something that they think i believe like is like the miracle worker and so the lady the guard um the tour guide was explaining like oh yeah and they say that she's black right so the lady goes oh well she wasn't really black she was regular and i was like regular it's like in my head <laughs> and so one of my cousins came up to me was like and i said it to myself at first like i didn't say nothing and she kind of kept talking and on the to give you kind of um, illustration, it was four, five black girls, maybe one Hispanic, Dominican, black guy, and then the rest Asian and white, right? And so in a tour, she so she she says that. So my cousin comes up to me like, "What she mean regular? Like, what she mean she was regular? Like she wasn't black, she was regular." So I was like, "Well, that's crazy." I was thinking the same thing. So I asked, I said, "Excuse me, what do you mean by regular? Like, what does that mean?" And she was like, uh, what? I, I didn't say regular. I said, yes, you did. You said that she wasn't black. She was regular. So what does regular mean? Like, what does regular mean? And I knew what she meant by regular. She meant white. But what is black not regular? Like, what do we, wow. you know what I'm saying? Is black not regular? 
So I didn't. So I didn't. You know, I asked. I said, "Well, what does regular mean?" And she's like, oh, "I didn't. I didn't say that. I said you did say that." And so, what does regular mean? And she's like, oh, "Girls, girls, could you could you stop? Like, don't don't start in it." Everybody kind of looks over. They looking at me. And I'm the only one that spoke out. And I'm like, "Okay, all right." I'm like, "You did say it, but okay." And um. And then when we, we wind up moving on, you know, and then the guy comes up to me like, she did say that. I heard her. And I was thinking the same thing. And I was like, you know what? I wish my next, what I learned in that moment was to speak up right when it happened. Because I kind of let it go past a little bit because I, I thought it to myself. But that's the point of um, understanding that they'll water down history. Like, even though, like, she was black. Like, don't, and a lot of times when you don't know even just, like, your own history, and that was just a slight example of something that I experienced. But I'm talking about even when they want to talk about who built the pyramids or they want to talk about stuff in our culture about what black people did and try to take it away from us so we don't know where we come from or who we are. If you don't know your history, if you don't know stuff, you'll, when they're when they're telling you stuff on these tours, you'll believe it. And I wind up coming back and telling my grandmother that like I said something she was like your grandfather would have been so proud because he used to do that every time we went on tours in Egypt he would like to fuck them because they want to tell you who they think that we are and that's why it's so important to understand your identity in Christ it comes it starts from there your identity starts in Christ and when you understand who you are and you understand how that works nobody else can get you off of that and you won't be moving there because they know who we are. We don't know who we are, and that's something my grandfather kind of taught me and instilled. Did you did when when did you realize that um your grandfather wasn't just grandpa? Like he was he was a superstar. Like he like everybody. I know you like okay. He know everybody, but everybody knows him as well. When did you when did that click? Like yo, he really is like a teacher in the community. I just I just think it was Papa. Like I honestly like I realized like everybody know my grandfather. I realized like um you know he was on every scene, but I think for me it was just like that's Papa and he's just a historian and he knows everything and um like he's like kind of like I call it, like the book of knowledge. Like you know you can ask him for anything. Um and I think that has been one of my like difficult times right now in in ministry is i can't pick his brain um but i'm appreciative of the seeds that he left so it's like one of those things but he was just kind of like regular to me i know that he did mentor a lot of men um you know he got me my first job at his job at engine city tech in on route 22 so i used to see a lot of the you know men there kind of look up to my grandfather a lot of men around the community kind of speaking about him so i understood that but he was just like my grandfather so did you ever get a chance to go through those books yet no that's where it's at that's where it's at go through his library man I'm telling you, just do a virtual tour of his library. Yeah, it's a You'll, lot of us there. A lot, a lot of a lot of us will be watching. Believe me, mm. that's you know that's that's interesting because he probably yeah, if he would have been in Barcelona with you, he definitely would have been jumped dead on that woman and like no, and this is her her parents because he definitely um was a was a wealth of knowledge. I remember one time we were discussing Juneteenth. And he had, and I had said uh, something about Lincoln freeing the slaves. He looked at me. He's like, 
you know better than that. Lincoln didn't free no slaves. The 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment freed the slaves. So, you know, I always, I always think about that is to know, um, you know, he would he would be, he is somebody who I would consider one of my first people that got me to love history. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and he definitely was a, a pillar of the Vauxhall community. Um, but now you have to fulfill the legacy. So, 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 what do you think? Like going forward, how far do you want to take the uh, coffee, coffee on the coffee on the cross? At coffee at the cross. How far do you want to take it? How, like, where do you see this going? Because quarantine will be over soon, and you know people will be going back to quote unquote their normal lives. So you have to kind of like figure how you're going to go about doing everything. Well, it's a YouTube page now, so I mean, Great. yeah, so I'm not going live anymore. It'll be pre-recorded. It'll be posted on YouTube. So, uh, you know, it's Coffee at the Cross with Jazz J on YouTube with two Zs. Um, but it would be on YouTube so they could still follow through YouTube. I see it going as far as God it will allow, honestly. Like, I don't... Um, it's just, yeah, as far as he allow, I just want to be obedient. And um, I'm just really passionate about people knowing who they are. When you know who you are, you walk different, you walk in your calling, and there's a different type of fulfillment. You know what I mean? People always want to leave legacies. They always want to leave little things at the end. And that's in walking in your true design purpose. And that was given to us before we were in our mother's womb. So if you don't go back to the person who created you, if you don't go back to the person who designed everything for you, you're lost on the journey. You only know you you're, you are walking in and you have to continue to come seek God on a daily basis to know where what to do and where to go. That don't that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go through things. It doesn't mean that you're not things aren't going to happen, but it means that he'll be with you and he's going to be able to give you the tools to get through it. And so that's why I'm I'm an open book about my testimony and the things that I've been through because God left laid his hand on me because a lot of things that I, I will say that I've been through that some women have experienced, some people are can still be stuck in that bondage. And I want to be able to give them the seeds, the tools, anything that I can to free them to walk forward. And that's to Jesus. So if I can help you know how to get out of that, I'm with you. We, we my, 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 my friend who's, who's watching, he asked a question. I want you to answer the question. Okay. He said, "Who is your grandfather?" He just came. He just started watching. He okay. usually watch. He usually watches. Um, if he doesn't watch it live, he usually watches on the rebroadcast. But he said, "Who is your grandfather?" John Jenkins. <laughs> her, her, her grandfather is 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 John Jenkins, Brad. One another question somebody asked was, "Do you believe in the concept of ancestors?" Um, meaning what? Like ancestors, I believe we have ancestors. In what way? Can they elaborate a little bit more? Okay. Oh no. But yeah, he, he. I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure Brad knows who your grandfather is. He um. He's Brad is a leak. He's the best. That's uh. His whole family's in the ministry as well. Okay. Um, Brad. Um. I I don't know what the question. <laughs> somebody somebody just said that's watching. Said powerful powerful man, Mr. Jenkins. Oh. I told you a lot of a lot of us know who your um grand, grandfather uh grandfather was and you know like I said he would he would see me at I would always see him at Mama's yeah he was in the citizen, conserved citizens with him yeah Brad that's Mr Jenkins uh 
Brad uh, used to be in the Concerned Citizens up in Enon, where they have, not at Enon, at First Baptist, where they used to have their meetings, I think once a month. On Hilton? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you know your grandfather. You know he pays. Uh, he does. He does drive-by visits, drop a drink, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you're gonna start doing YouTube, which I, I'll subscribe to your page as well, because um, oh, I know how it is to, to with YouTube. It's hard to get people to subscribe. They'll watch, but it's hard to get them to subscribe. But hopefully, everything will catch on um, soon. So so every Sunday you do the, you try to do an upload about nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what else is going on? Like you know, you graduated from NIAC. Yeah. Wow. And I have a um, I have a mentor uh, pro uh, mentor company. Uh, uh, my best friend and I started. It's called Sixty One Promises, um, and that's rooted off of Isaiah sixty one. Okay. And it's allowing women to discover the diamond within so they can find their true identity in Christ. So we help women with un- to just discover the diamond within, who, who you are, who are you? And we uh, we go through the journey with them. We're journeying through this process with them. Um, and yeah, we, we created some good material. It will be launching and this year, later this year, 2020, we are finishing up the finishing touch, but I'm excited. God planted this in me uh and you know 2015 2016 and it's just come i'm birthing it i am birthing it now and it is it is it is amazing i think um i i think it's amazing for me because i went through the journey myself and because i went through the journey myself i understand that it's successful because i understand who god is in me i understand that i'm nothing without him and i understand that he revealed himself when i started to seek him so i understand what that means to know who you are in christ and what that gets you even when things are not going well so i just want to be able to give women i want to be able to give them those tools and nuggets to understand like you're not devalued you are valued you're not unworthy you are worthy you're not forgotten you are god has never left or forsaken you and everything that the enemy wants to try to do is because he knows who you are and you don't so let's let's do this journey let's figure let's 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 buckle up and let's do it and so that's it's it's about finding out who you are in christ so yeah, so it's called sixty-one promises. Great, definitely. Um, the question about the ancestors was the ones that have passed on. Do you believe in the concept of connection with those that have passed on? Um, I'm not really big on that. I mean, I believe that our prayers are st- our ancestors' prayers are still being answered. Like now, like my, I'm a big believer in somebody can pass away and what they pray for you can still manifest, you know, far past them. They could, it could supersede that prayers aren't, don't have a time limit. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily like dig in and pray to ancestors. I just pray to God. So I don't know that answers the question, but like, as for me, yeah, I just kind of like pray to God. I believe that they, I do believe our ancestors have paid, especially mine. My grandmother used to tell me, my great great grandmother used to get up at the middle of the night and she would pray. And she would, pray. she was praying for us and my kids. And my grandmother used to talk about how she used to just watch her pray. And I believe wholeheartedly that even some of her prayers that she prayed probably are still manifesting now. But I don't necessarily like pray to my ancestors. I pray to, you know, Jesus. Hey, the, I was thinking about you when you when you um was talking about Nyack. Like, how did your 
you know, how did this is a two part question? You'll know exactly where I'm going. How did your grandfather feel about Nike? Because secondary and higher education was something that I've never met nobody talk about going to college more than him. Like he was, if you didn't want to educate yourself, that would not be very pleasing to his ears. Like, uh, how did he feel about you going to Nyack? I think he was ecstatic. Um, I think the interesting part was I didn't go to college right after I graduated. So I went to college at 22, you know, a little okay. late start, late bloomer here. Um, I decided to kind of work. I went to like county college for like a year and I just was like, uh, it ain't it. Um, and then at 22, I kind of was like, I want something more. And I discovered Nyack through one of my um, best friend's girlfriends. She was going there and I was like, what is that about? And she was like, oh, it's a Christian college. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Like I could, I could learn more about Jesus and I could get an education. Oh, that's a two in one. <laughs> so I applied and I got in and yeah. And it was, it was history after that. My grandfather was very happy. I went back. That's to good. He was that's very good. happy. Education is very big for him. Uh, yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, you know, I used to, uh, always keep a, a a writing utensil with me that another guy had told me. So every time I see him, like, I need something to read. He'd be like, write this down, check this out, look into this. Even like laws, he would always like the civil rights war laws. He was always mm-hmm. into stuff like that. Always talk about that stuff. And, you know, when we had the right to vote, but they didn't give us a chance to vote. And you know how his history was. It was yeah. uh, incredible. But it's it's great talking to you, doing the mentorship. This is important um, for our community. We definitely need it. Um, it's never an oversaturation of positive reinforcements. Um, you know, I really appreciate you giving us some time today. Yeah. And um, go ahead. Good. Uh, I was gonna say, like, even hearing you talk, I I didn't even think about like my grandfather used to always give us encourage every card, whether if it's your birthday, Christmas, he would write us something encouraging, like very like heartfelt. And I, it's just funny how you can re- literally take the seeds with somebody planted in you and still birth it. Like I truly believe I'm li- living my grandfather's legacy out. Um, I truly believe that everything that he has taught me and my cousins, um, we are doing our best because he really paved the way, um, especially with, like you said, teaching the community about blackness. I think that's first, but that comes back to identity. And I think that God, I think that's why I think when you asked me about the chosen part, of why I said that this is mm-hmm. being who my grandfather was and what he stood on because he understood that black people are the chosen people. Right. And we the original, like, you know, if we really go back and look, but also to, to walk into who we are and know who we are, because that's where it starts at. Know who you are. When you know who you are, you walk different. So maybe, maybe our community Voxall need to start having you for the Juneteenth uh, history classes because they know you know. I mean, this is something that really a lot of times, like you, you you were saying with his seed, a lot of the information that he passed on, you probably don't even know that you even remember this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's probably like second nature. Like you know, you could probably remember things and just, and then even when you start talking, you probably remember a lot of the discussions that he shared with you. Um, you know, 
like I said, I can I speak for myself first, and I can speak for a lot of people that know your grandfather. Very, very remarkable man who touched not only you guys, um, but the community. And we appreciate that you guys allowed us to share him with you guys because he was definitely uh, an icon. <laughs> An icon. Oh, that's so nice. Oh my God. Yeah. He, he, it was big. It's a big, it's a big loss, but an even better gain. You know, like it's that bittersweetness of it. Um, because you know, death is inedible, it happens, we know that. Um, but I do miss my grandfather tremendously. I miss his presence, I miss him. Um, but I am I am I have comfort in knowing that he's with Jesus, and I also have comfort in knowing that. Um, it's his, his, his purpose wasn't in vain. I'm carrying the torch. So I have some comfort in that. And, you know, so yeah, he's visiting me in some of my dreams. <laughs> well, Jazz, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I just want to say, oh yeah. Okay. I'll say that. I don't want to say no and then start talking, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to let anybody who's watching to know that, you know, um, one, you can join in and watch my videos, but also truly importantly, um, if anything else, if you do anything else in this world, know who you are. There is really true identity in Christ and um, and he loves you and he paid a high price for you when he died on the cross. So um, if you want to know Jesus, Romans 10, 9 is where the salvation starts. And other than that, you know, um, just just dig and, and nothing is too hard for Jesus to do. And there's, um, and he's never left you through anything you've been through. So I just want to say that there. And um, and if you call on his name, there's power in it. So you know, God bless you all who are watching. Well, we we appreciate you, and I'm glad you could join us this early evening. <laughs> Thank you. Dying up. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, just content. Just will end the broadcast for this evening. And once again, Jasmine Jenkins has joined us tonight.